Hello and welcome back to the Mindset Mommy podcast and to another Mum Life with Mommy Michael episode. I haven't done one of these for ages. I don't even know when the last one was, so apologies. Um, But I'm back from holidays. I am heavily pregnant and I am loving, actually, this is really sad, I'm really loving getting back into a routine of doing things like my podcast. They just fill my cup up and I really noticed when I was away, I probably mentioned this on my, um, my other episode, but I noticed when I was away, like, I really missed it. Like it's something that I know and it's really nice actually to have a little break because it made me realise how much I just love podcasting. Like I love it. And it's really funny. I was talking to um, one of our family members who were away with and they were like, he was like, I just don't get how you can talk for like 15 minutes nonstop at a time. Like he's like, he's like, it's my worst nightmare. And I said, I just love it. I was like, it's one of my favourite things. So I'm glad to be back. Anyway, I mentioned this on my previous mindset episode earlier in the week, um, and I said I'd do a whole episode on this, and I think it's something that's really important that probably a lot of um, parents, mainly mums, I would say, I mean, I'm not an expert, I don't know that, but a lot of mums struggle with that we don't really talk about, and that is um, like anxiety and like separation anxiety. So this is something that I feel like I personally have struggled with ever since becoming a mum. Now, I would say I am not someone who is an anxious person. I um I never really have struggled pre-children with like um my uh, mental health or anything like that. I've always been like people always say I'm really positive or that kind of thing, which I am. However, when I had children, I noticed something changed. Like I said before, when I had Sunny, I never got diagnosed, but I think I was probably along the lines of having like a bit of postnatal depression. I managed to get myself out of it and I worked on my mindset. Um, and obviously, you know, I'm really grateful I did that. But I've definitely noticed that since having children, I get anxious about certain things. And on holiday, this really triggered for me. And obviously, you know, I am heavily pregnant, hormonal. Like, I, I do get that. So this probably was a big part to play. Um, but I thought I'd do an episode on this because there might be mums out there who feel like how I feel or how I felt and think, like, it's wrong or it's weird or something wrong with you. And it's really not. And, you know, it took me on holiday to kind of get upset and break down about it, to actually accept it and be like, this is just how I am. And it's just part of me showing that I love my kids. So I'm going to set the scene for you. So basically, we were staying in this amazing villa. It was beautiful. Um, the main house villa, obviously, there was like the four bedrooms. So the two like couples and the, there was two sets of kids in the rooms. <clears throat> there was a kitchen, a living room, which we didn't massively use because then just over like then there was the pool outside and then next to the pool was the pool house so all very close um and we spent most of the time in the pool house because there was like a pizza oven there was a kitchen in there there was a a big table sofas and things like that so when we got there I like so basically I still have a baby monitor for Cece and Sunny which I know is ridiculous Cece's almost five and Sunny's almost three the re oh sorry just had a little a little like bit of um burpy windy there I do (laughs) apologise joys of being 35 weeks pregnant um but I don't pause these podcasts as such unless the doorbell goes or whatever so I'm afraid what you hear is what you get um and yeah and I basically the reason I do that is because like right now Sunny's actually having a sleep on the top floor and I've got the monitor on because they are too like they're on the attic room and if I'm downstairs I worry I can't hear them or even if I'm asleep at night I'm a really heavy sleeper unless they're babies like when they're babies I wake up really easily 
otherwise I sleep really heavily. So I have the monitor because it just gives me peace of mind. Um, and it's a bit of a running joke. Like whenever we go to see family, it's like, oh, Nelly's got the monitor. And, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, whatever. It just makes me feel better. So I didn't take the monitor on holiday because I thought, no, it's ridiculous. Like you don't need a monitor. It's going to be absolutely fine. When we got there and we saw the pool house and, and we were like, oh, this is so nice. We'll probably spend most of our time in here. And one of the, someone made a comment, I don't think it was Adrian, might have been one of the, the grown-ups, made a comment, like, oh, in the evenings we can sit and, you know, play games in here while the kids are in bed. And I immediately felt my anxiety, like, rise up through me. I can't even explain it. It was like I felt sick. I was sweating. And I was like, and I just grabbed Adrian's hand and was like, Adrian, I, I don't want to be sat in there when the children are, like, in this building. I can't do it. And he was like, Ellie, they're right next to each other. And I was like, yeah, but I can't hear them. I, I haven't got the monitor. And I got, like, I've been myself in a bit of a state. And he was like, it's okay, don't worry, like, we'll sort it out later. And he could tell that, like, like he knows me very well. He could tell that it was something I was like, oh, my God. And I just felt really rubbish. Anyway, so, basically... What we then did was I think the first few nights, the kids were up really late anyway until like 10 p.m. So we actually didn't do any, having much time just for us. And by the time we got them in bed, we just sat like kind of on the out, the outdoor bit where it was right next to the building and I could hear them and everything like that um, and just had a few drinks or whatever. Me obviously had a cup of tea and chocolate rather than a glass of vino. Um, and then it was kind of like maybe four nights in that we managed to have a, a, get the kids in bed a bit earlier because they were knackered and, you know, oh, by the way, being on holiday with children, like, it's, it's exhausting. And I realised it's because you don't have a set bedtime routine. Well, we didn't. Because they're on holiday, they're excited. We were, like, letting them stay up late. So we actually really missed that time just for us as grown-ups. So, by the, yeah, by about the fourth night in, we were like, right, enough's enough. We're just going to put them to bed earlier. They need it, we need it, and we can just chill. Anyway... We were then um, sat outside and then we were like, right, should we, should we play some games? Like we have these different board games we play um, as for grown-ups. And everyone was like, oh, should we go in the pool house? And I was like, oh, God. And it was difficult because I didn't... I knew that they with the children would be absolutely fine. I knew that if there was a problem, they would get out of bed and probably come and find us and we'd, you know, we'd hear them. And I knew that... I could go and check on them every 10 minutes and they were literally like, 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 so it was ridiculous. It wasn't even that like far. It was literally the house was like, like next to it. But I was like, oh God. And I can't, and I don't think I said anything and I, and I was a bit like on edge and I didn't want to be the person who like was overreacting and was dramatic because the thing is, we all, both partners had, sorry, both couples had children the same age. And in my head in that moment, I was like, why is no one else on edge about this? Why is it just me? What is wrong with me? So I was like, right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go and sit in there, enjoy my evening. I'll go and check on the children every 10 minutes and it will be fine. So I did this, went and checked on them every 10 minutes and uh, they're absolutely fine. And then you know, we had a nice evening and went to bed and all, all was fine. And then I think it was maybe a couple of nights later, we did the same thing. But again, as soon as it got to bedtime, I just felt really anxious. I was like, oh my God, like, I just I just felt on edge. Of, of I don't even know what the, I can't even explain to you on this podcast why, because it was so ridiculous, because I knew they were safe. I could see the room, like we could, we were, we could see the door. Like I could probably, I could probably have heard them had I gone outside. 
But anyway, I just felt really on edge again. So we're playing the game and um, I'd been checking on them and I'd gone, I went back and as soon as I stepped out of the pool house, I heard like crying and I was like, my heart sank and I was like, oh my God. And I ran to like the, the, the door and I could hear that it was Sonny going like, mommy, mommy. And he was like absolutely beside himself, like screaming in such a state. And Cece has somehow <laughs> did not wake up and I went in and I just burst into tears because I felt so awful. I'm going to try not to get emotional on this episode. I felt so awful that I that he'd got himself in such a state and I hadn't been there to like comfort him. So I just kind of like hugged him and held him. And obviously I didn't want to like not go back. So I just I just went back holding him and just said, look, he's woken up. He's really upset. And and then I just like burst into tears in front of everyone. And I was like, this is why I didn't want to do this. This is why I didn't want to sit in here. Like he's been really upset. And, and I said like, oh, I'm just going to go and get in bed with him. So I went back um, and put him in our bed. No, no, I didn't. I put him in his bed, gave him a cuddle, gave him some milk. And he then like settled and then I um, went in our bedroom, I made myself a cup of tea, I think, and I just burst into tears, like, I was just sobbing, and I was so upset, because, like, he was absolutely fine, I would not have, like, I would have checked on him within 10 minutes anyway, it wasn't like, it'd be no different, really, to him being, you know, in, in our house, and me being in the garden, and me not being able to hear him properly, and going in and checking on him, and that's what I was trying to tell myself, but, the reason I think I was so upset was because I knew that I have this issue with the children where I am on edge about them a lot. I worry about them all the time, which I know is really normal as a mum. I know I'm pregnant and like I said, my hormones would have been worse. But I think I was so annoyed because I was so disappointed in myself because I felt like I'd not been true to myself. I'd not been authentic to myself because I was afraid of upsetting others and I was afraid of what other people thought, which is so unlike me because obviously being in the network marketing industry, being on social media, doing a podcast, you are open to scrutiny all the time and you have to have a thick skin and just not care what people think. And in that moment, I I should have said, no, I don't feel comfortable with this. Like, this is putting me on edge. I need to be able to hear my children. I want to go and sit in the right in the room next door or something or sit outside. And I didn't. I compromised because I was worried about what other people thought. And that's why I think I was so upset because I was frustrated at myself. So anyway, I sat there like sobbing and and I think then I felt like there was something really wrong with me. And then Adrian came in to speak to me and he was like, he's okay. Like, why are you so upset? He's fine. And he, I think, could, couldn't understand why I was so upset. And I was then frustrated that he'd come in and kind of like couldn't understand where I was coming from. So he then <laughs> went back um, and then his sister came over, bless her, who I get on with so well. And again, I was just like crying and she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't want to see you upset. Like, I, he's absolutely fine. Like, I get it. And I And I said to her, and I was really honest, and I just said, I'm upset at myself for putting myself in this situation because I know this is how I am with the children. I said, I know it's ridiculous. And I got really upset and said to her, like, what's wrong with me? Like, why are you not like this with your children? Why are you okay? Why can you leave them and be okay with checking on them every 10 minutes? And why does it not give you like that anxiety that I feel? And I, I was like, what's wrong with me? Like, I don't understand. And she was so lovely. And she was like, there's nothing wrong with you. Like, it's just how you are as a mum. Like, that's everyone's different. And even though I knew all of this anyway, it was really lovely to have someone else say it out loud. Um, and anyway, I just said, you know, I'm just going to stay in here tonight. I listened to a podcast, read a book, and it's just what I needed. Adrian then came back and was like, 
oh, I'm sorry, like, I, I, I wasn't very understanding, and like, you know, gave me a hug. And I remember just saying to him, like, I'd been Googling on my phone then, like, separation anxiety. And that's where I kind of was like, oh, I think I have a bit of an issue. And I, again, I got upset with Adrian, was like, oh, like, I don't want to feel like this. I said, like, it, it makes me feel upset that I get myself in such a state. And I said, but I can't help it. Like, I don't know how to get out of it. And I said, and he was like, it just shows you love the children. He's like, that's what I love about you. And I said, yeah, but like, I actually think I have a problem. Like, and I, it sounds so ridiculous. I was like sobbing. And I was like, I've got a problem. Like, I just need help. And he was like, no, you don't. Like, you're fine. Like, it's totally normal. Um, and yada, 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 all that stuff. So basically, the next morning I woke up and I, I, I felt a little bit silly, I suppose, for getting so upset. But I, I felt relieved because I felt like I'd actually, people, I felt like everybody there really realised the extent of my anxiety over it. And they realised that actually, like, she's not just being dramatic. Like, she has a, like, this is a thing for her and she, you know, she really struggles. And I felt relief for getting it off my chest and for actually being honest and being like, and I'm really pleased that I said, you know, and got upset and said, this is why I didn't want to do it. And it's not that it was anybody else's fault there because at the end of the day, it's my fault because I knew how I felt and I should have been honest about that, but I, I didn't. And the next, like, from then on, people there, everyone there, we were all, like, thinking, oh, how can we solve the problem? Nature <laughs> was like, I wish you brought those bloody monitors, which I wish I had, and they're now going to go everywhere with us. Um, but basically, we ended up using FaceTime. So we put the iPad in the bedroom with, with the children and used Adrian's phone to FaceTime. Um, and I instantly felt better. Like, I felt better. I think, I think I woke up a couple of times. It was never ceased. It was always sunny. And I just went over and was able to cuddle him. And that was kind of like my way of, of solving it. But yeah, I wanted to do an episode on this because I feel like, like I said, separation anxiety, this whole anxiety around being a mum is something that I really struggle with. Like I, and I said this before, when, when Cece was a little baby, like I remember being so upset about, that's why I got into network marketing actually, about going back to work full time. And I remember I would just feel sick at the thought of it so I obviously wanted to go back to work as little time as possible and then that's how I fell into network marketing and I remember a situation with Cece when which now it just sounds ridiculous but she was probably only like four months old and there was um like a meal at work where because obviously me and Adrian work at the same place and it was like a curry house and um I remember Adrian being like oh let's just go and we'll just take Cece like she's only a baby like she can just come with us and actually now with my third and with Sunny, I would totally do this. But for some reason at that moment, I was like, I can't take her out in the evening. Like, like she feeds and she never actually really went to bed. She was an awful sleeper. But I felt really anxious about taking her out in the evening. I felt really like, what if someone bumps into her? Like, and it was ridiculous. And I was trying to explain to Adrian. He was like, I don't get what the problem is. Like, you're going to be with her. Like, you're not leaving her. And I just couldn't like, it was awful. And then another time, like, you know, when we were, we've left Sunny with, um, with grandparents to go out just for dinner, like in the evening. And I, I just felt so like sick and so on edge. And he wasn't even like a baby. He was like over a year old. It's ridiculous. And it's just something that I now third time round as a mom being pregnant after, I think it took that whole situation on holiday where I got upset for me to realize and accept like, this is just part of how I am as a mom. I mean, I probably could go to the doctor and get like hypnosis for it and get help with it. But I don't think I need to. I think the important thing is that 
you know, if you're someone, if you're a mum who struggles with separation anxiety and you, you struggle with anxiety of your children, the main thing is don't be about embarrassed about it. Don't be ashamed of it. Accept that's how you are and accept that actually it's not like a bad thing because it just shows how much you love your child and how much you love, you know, you love being a mum. And everybody is different and you are unique and it is your way of dealing with it. And it doesn't mean you're weird. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means that you love that little person so much that they have this impact on you. And, you know, like as obviously the children get older, there's going to be other things that I'm going to struggle with. Like I already, we were watching um, Stranger Things. We're only on series two and everyone's raving about it. Um, last night where they went trick-or-treating and the one of the boys obviously who'd like been through that ordeal went trick-or-treating his mum didn't want him to go on his own and I said to Adrian I was like oh my god like, I feel anxious just thinking about Cece going trick-or-treating when she's older like I I don't know how my parents let me go traveling around the world like I really don't like I totally get it now and I know that there's going to be so many times where I struggle as a mum but I know that it's just part of being a mum and I've just got to not be ashamed of it. I've just got to try and manage it my, as best I can. And obviously, as they get older and I have to give them more freedom, maybe that's when I have to, you know, get a little bit of support with it, perhaps, because I, I won't be able to be, you know, as controlling <laughs> as I am right now. But it's something that I feel much more relief over since getting it off my chest and since being really, really honest. So I thought I'd do this episode because it was a big kind of thing on the holiday for me. Um, the realisation, the like the trauma of, of it, when actually he was fine and there was no real trauma, but, you know, it was just the way I was. And I just thought, do you know what? There's probably other mums out there who feel the same. And I just want you to know that you're you're human, like you're not alone and, you know, you're not weird like I thought I was. It's just part of being a mum. So... I'm hoping my anxiety will settle down a little bit once the hormones have settled down. Obviously, when I have the baby, it's probably going to get worse for a time, but hopefully it'll ease off a little bit. And yeah, I'm just going to be, you know, proud actually of the fact that yes, I'm a mum who has separation anxiety, but that's who I am and I'm not going to be ashamed of it. But thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. And I hope this has helped some of you out there to feel, you know, more acceptance of yourself as well. Speak to you later, guys. Thank you.